The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's another Sunday night in Canadian comedy, and tonight we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to get three of our favorite comedians here on the show to coach and mold the minds of three professionals who think they have the chops to be funny. We're going to find out. I'm Dean Young. And we're about to go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh yeah, welcome Canada, welcome. It's another Inside Jokes, baby! Right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, and of course, coast to coast, Canada-wide on the Global News Radio Network. We got some returning friends of the show joining us in studio tonight. People you've heard millions of times on this show. I don't know if we've been around for that many episodes, or, or we ever will, but we'll, we'll find out. Frank Spadone is back in studio with us. What's happening, Dean? What's How you doing, everybody? buddy? You know, I'm living the life, man. I, you know what, man? I could just listen to that goddamn Benny Hill theme the whole... <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. ...for the entire hour. My brother-in-law loves that. Or he however long we're on the air. slapping people in the top of the head. Oh, it's so fun, yeah, right? It's, it's amazing. nice. I think it's from nice. now on, Frank, on this show... Just Benny Hill. That's it. Music. No more songs. <laughs> no more commercials from our advertisers. Well, I'm saying plural to make us sound good. We really only have the one. <laughs> Just Benny Hill from now on. We have Precious Chong in studio with us again. Hello, hello. Hi. Oh, my God. Benny Hill is the soundtrack of my childhood. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Benny Hill in the house growing up? I feel up. like I watched quite a few Benny Hill episodes. I mean, you just had comedy you know? all around you anyways. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty right? much. Yeah. yeah. Grew up a with lot it. of. Yeah, but I'm um, Benny Hill. There was, wasn't it always like the the sexy ladies going ooh, and then yeah. the, the weird pervert guys. Yeah, there was a little. There was always some of that, right? Yeah, like on all those old variety shows, like, of laughing ooh. and stuff. Yeah, a lot of, ooh, ooh. yeah, bikinis <laughs> running around for yeah. no reason. Different time, bit of a different time. Mm-hmm. Peter Anthony's joining us in studio again. I had a working theory once. Yes, okay. That the Benny Hill theme music could make anything funny, and <laughs> yeah. I and I and I coupled it with a Hitler speech, and it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was. It works. I think Just it's anything. what we need right now. Yeah, totally. It's like uh, Trump with unrestrained power. Coronavirus, yeah. the planet's oh, yeah. melting. Yeah, yeah. It should be oh, the soundtrack it, to our lives. But is Curb Your Enthusiasm theme the Benny Hill of our time? I think it actually is. You know is. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That, that, that. But that's da, more for, is da, that more for awkward da, 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 da. situations? Da, 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 da. Yeah. I think we'll come yeah, back. From, we should play that during this show. That's an excellent <gasps> Let's idea. Let's do it. Why, I've been watching that new season. I was telling Vince, our producer, before the show. So Thoughts. Uh, have you been watching it? I watched a couple. He touches on all of the, the me things too. of now. The Me Too. Larry gets, you know, not yeah. to spoil it, Larry gets a little bit, a uh, little bit Me Too'd. Yeah. Ma- um, um, the MAGA hats. The MAGA hats. They touch on that. Yeah. Uh, Jeff. Jeff Garland. Everybody thinks he's Oh my Harvard, God. Harvey that's Weinstein. my favorite. He, Jeff right. Garland. Everyone's like, yeah, that's the best. Well, Donald Trump actually tweeted out a scene yes. where he didn't get that he was being mocked. Yeah. Because he thinks it's praise. He, right? thought, it, he thought it was a celebrity wearing a MAGA <laughs> yeah. hat. Look, this guy supports me. A call but out. The entire scene was mocking his presidency <laughs> and his supporters. You know what? I don't think he cares about he the difference. I think he's just like, I'm being mentioned, good. Yeah. That's it, yeah. right? He, he doesn't have a press. lot of yeah. nuance. He's yeah. not. He's no. <laughs> you know, I got to start watching the show you guys are watching. This is, I Curb this your is enthusiasm? The, yeah, I mean, I we start. have 
Pressing never, matters. To get yes. to. But I feel like this is, we could go just, we're turning into real time on this one now. So <laughs> a full hour of Trump and Benny Hill. Uh, but we have, so you guys, all of you have done the show many times before, great friends of the show. Comedians, d- Precious, you're t- you teach stand-up right now. I do, at Second City. At Second City. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, we've been talking about them a lot on the show lately. They just had their 60th anniversary book that hit the shelves, so they came on to talk about that. Oh, cool. So all of you guys, uh, Peter, you do this event every year where you actually coach <laughs> corporate you coach ceos to go up and i do brave it's, the stand-up stage it's called humor me and we take uh business executives and we coach them turn them into stand-up stand-up comedians they compete for for a local charity usually it's sick kids uh it's, yeah. it's really popular it's been going about nine years now so and frank is just a funny guy that everybody apparently knows yeah <laughs> He's just got, around. Uh, I'm yeah. like, why did you guys pick me? Like, I didn't know these guys had these credentials. Well, it's Toronto. I'm just trying to shut my family up so I can get a word in at home. <laughs> even our guests who we're going to introduce, they came in, they're like, ah, I know Frank Spadone. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that well, everyone feel knows better. you. We got a juice brand that you've been drinking for years, That's apparently. Right. Yeah. Look at me. So we're going to... So we have, <laughs> we, have three, we have three guests coming in from all different career paths, all different walks of life. Uh, and we're going to find out what comedy has to do with them sort of building their brand and building their careers. And uh, we're going to get them to do a, l- a little bit of the funny here, wow. on, here on the radio. That's brave. And see what you guys fun. think. I think that's more. So brave. I don't want to panic them, but that's more Let's scary t- than an open mic stage, right? Because everybody here is sober. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> We're very supportive, though. Right, but we are. I, I I love laughing. So and if, yeah, if they're be, nice, if their jokes suck, we can just put the Benny Hill theme song That's underneath right. it, and it'll all work out. We'll just put on CP twenty four in the background here, and play the Benny Hill, and just let 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 the world happen as it does for an hour. We're on the right station for it. All right, we're gonna we're gonna introduce our panel of professionals slash would be comedians when we come back right here on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. This is Molly Earl, and uh, you're listening to Inside Jokes. So I guess that's about your liver. My liver and my... uh, (laughs) Still got my teeth, and uh, (laughs) my own teeth. And we're on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, Canada. You are tuned in to Inside Jokes right here on the Global News Radio Network. And, of course, coast-to-coast, Canada-wide on Global News Radio, brought to you by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. Even if you're sitting in the back row, it's it's probably fine. That's our new... <laughs> That's our new Hakeem Optical you cell line. Guys, it's huh? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, they don't listen, so they don't know that I gave them that. Uh, so we're going to introduce our panel of would-be comedians. So we have, first off, we'll go around. First off, we have the actress, Diana Kofini. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Well, so are you nervous at all? Of course. Is this? Yeah, but you're out on camera. You're out on stage. Like, is this something new for you, coming on a so- mildly listened to comedy radio show? <laughs> So I've done like radio and press and stuff before. Yeah. I, that doesn't make me nervous. But what makes me nervous is that I, I'm supposed to be funny. And have you, so you are, and I mean, you're an award-winning <laughs> actress and you skew towards the dramatic. You take dramatic right. roles. Is I there have, something daunting to you about comedy? Like that seems like a scary thing to try out. I have acted in comedic shows both for TV and theater. Yeah. And I love it. Um, But that's 
different because I didn't write it. Like I'm not composing the comedy. Yeah, yeah. And then I just have to be truthful. And if I'm truthful in my acting, it will be funny. Yeah. Right. So uh, then it's a whole other ball game if I have to come up with something funny and make people laugh. Like on purpose. It, yeah, that is the thing with well, with stand up, obviously, especially is yeah, you sort of you write your own material. You have to find your own voice and figure out what that is on stage. Have you ever done improv? Of course. Yes. Yeah. See, there you go. I mean, everybody that sort of opens up everybody. We we always talk about that on this show. Improv is just sort of about going there and giving yourself up to it. But stand up, yeah, you have to figure out your own material and your own take on it and. Well, the audience will let you know. Our panel of comics <laughs> in here knows that all too well. We've all died many horrible deaths. But it's we're going to get a funny story from you on today's show, and we have our panel of comics that's going to weigh in on that kindly. No, they won't be too harsh. They'll just give you some pointers and some feedback. That sounds awesome. Right? What a place to try it out for the first time than Sunday night on pseudo-conservative talk radio. That's the best <laughs> That's the best audience there is. We have Mike, the entrepreneur. Hey. Hello, sir. Welcome to the show. Thanks. So you are the mastermind behind Fresh House Juice Bar. I am. I am. And we already know Frank Spadone's a fan. That's it. He's, He's been avid. drinking the juice for a while. He's been drinking, He's been drinking the drinking juice. Yeah. Can't uh, you tell? Look at, look at him. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Look at that body. Absolutely. <laughs> that's it, Frank. Frank drinks the, the top juice. Up. He looks younger than me. I'm 25. I'm in terrible shape. I need some of the juice. But you, so you've been using comedy. You, you've built your own brand in your online ads and your social media content and your videos. So you use comedy quite regularly in what you do. Yeah, you know, when I started, I didn't even know what I was doing. Yeah. I just started None making videos. Yeah. I was, I just knew that I had to make videos, and then all of a sudden, people were like, "Hey, you're funny." And I'm like, okay. And I just kept making more and more. And that just built my brand. Yeah. And now I'm just having a great time in my industry. <laughs> so what was it about? Was it for you? Was that just a sort of a unique way to tap into an online audience, like to help make your brand stand out? Because I mean, people get, you know, you go on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, you just get flooded with a billion ads. And there's like, it's hard to stand out from the pack, right? I mean, you've seemed to have found a way to do that. It's hard to stand out. And I'll tell you, I'm lucky I had a friend who kept pushing me at the beginning because I was scared to get on camera. Yeah. And I had this friend and he kept saying, do this, do this. And I'm like, no. And every time he told me to do something, it led to more and more. And it led to like pretty much now, like two weeks ago or last week, yeah. I was outside with like in my underwear, drinking a juice, like videotaping <laughs> myself. And I was just having a great time. And that's what it leads to at the end of the day. You yeah. just don't care anymore. And I'll do anything to sell the juice. And, and I'll that's just do it. <laughs> Who's that friend, Mike? Huh? That's my friend. His name is Rob Steckley. Yeah. Professional tennis coach. Professional tennis coach. Yes. Coaching him on comedy. He's there we go. Yeah, he got me going and he just kept pushing me. And every time he said, do this, I was nervous. And then afterwards, I would always thank him. I'm like, thank you. I'm like, what are we doing next? And then he's like, okay, now we got to do this. Now we got to do this. And I'm like, no, no, no. And then finally, I'm just like, okay, just tell me to do whatever you want and I'll just do it. Well, and I think that's really interesting, too, is being able to sort of have fun with it and yeah. not just dip your toes in that water of comedy and try something completely different, but not taking your brand so seriously that yes. you would be afraid to mix it with comedy. I think a lot of entrepreneurs go, no, well, no, this well, is a serious passion of mine. Yeah. This has nothing to do with anything funny. They do that, and I'm so happy that I don't listen to people because I had yeah. so many people. Oh, my God, you need to be more professional. You need to do this. You need to do that. I'm like, listen, I'm doing this, and... I'm just having a good time, fun, and my business is booming right now. So 
you do what you do, yeah. and I'm going to do what I do, and that's it. <laughs> and how do you come up with these concepts? Honestly, some of them I thought of, but the majority of them, I ask people. I've even paid people to give me ideas. I'll yeah. get an idea from anyone. Wait a Whoever's, second, you've paid comedy writers? I've paid, Have you guys heard about this well, before, give, panel in the well, back? You, know, hey, you can get paid for this. I usually give them juice, not okay. actual money. <laughs> That's but, more uh, how If it you want to trade yeah, for a little yeah. juice, let's do it. We're, yeah, we're more familiar with that. Just Well, you have two beer tickets. That's what your That's time is uh, worth. Hey, yeah. It's better than a beer. Come on. <laughs> Healthy juice instead That's of beer. Uh, we got the juice. We're going to come back from break with and introduce our third professional panelist who is also going to take a stab at comedy right here on Inside Jokes. We'll be right back on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Rodrigo fernandez Stoll, star of the North by Northeast Music Festival, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. If you're just tuning in, shame on you because the show's already started. Uh, but we're doing something a little bit different this Sunday night. We have a panel of some of our favorite comedians in studio. And we have a panel of three completely different professionals from three completely different pursuits, different walks of life. All building their own brands, all building their own careers. And they're going to sort of take a shot at comedy here in studio for the first time. Last but not least, we have Lisa, the agent. The agent. The What's agent, up? right? That's why we had that big like spaghetti western build up for you. I kinda liked it. It's you guys are we have the agent, the actress, the entrepreneur. Yeah. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing we're building here. But of course you're so you're no stranger to media and entertainment. I mean you've been featured on HGTV, you've been featured in the Huffington Post, the Global So for you, how what what does comedy have to do with sort of building your brand and perpetuating your brand? You are Lisa in the city. Yeah. Your followers know you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, a, a similar thing, too, to what we were saying to Mike before the break about, I feel like a lot of people in your career would maybe be hesitant about branching oh, yeah. out into comedy and going, well, no, I have to take myself seriously. I have a brand to build here. You kind of want to do the opposite and just help yourself stand out in that way. Oh, yeah. Well, like... I, I feel like in my industry, it, it's like if you if Mike, if you were feeling like people telling you, oh, you're not going to be a f- professional. Yeah. In my career is like you're making a mockery of the industry. What are you doing? This is like embarrassing. I've had it's the so same thing said to me. You're making yeah. a mockery of the industry. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. It's like that. And I, like I that. think I'm actually bringing humanity back because like, <laughs> you know, probably one of the number one hated <laughs> professions out there is like real estate agents and car salesmen and it's like for people to be able to get to know me at a level that isn't so like superficial and for them to know what my personality is like you know like I get people who call me and they're like okay we want you to sell our house but we want you to like do one of your dance videos in the kitchen and like you just connect on a totally different level right yeah I guess it sort of strips away that falseness and maybe makes you know potential clients and look at you and go well here's somebody who's actually being actually, honest and yeah. this is a real person and not like just, I can actually trust this person I can trust this person yeah. and also I think I mean you know 
the realty world, especially here in, in a market like the GTA, I mean, it's cutthroat. It's competitive. Yeah. There's a lot of people to contend with. And I think it's a similar thing in a way to to Mike building his brand where I guess it's a way for you to sort of separate from the pack and make yourself noticed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the first time I tried video was in 2010 and I put up a, a YouTube video and it was basically me... Um, sort of it was like a it was like a promo for like a web series that we were we were just doing like kind of like fun stuff or whatever and I threw it and it's basically me like falling off of a chair yeah and a couple years later that's actually how I got I got a call from a casting agency for HGTV and they're like would you come and audition well actually what she said was like uh you know I just saw your video and I I, I, I couldn't I almost fell off my own chair laughing would you come in on audition for yeah. us and I was like yeah I'll be down there in 20 minutes and they're like no 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 we book an appointment and then you come I'm like yeah 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 okay cool yeah yeah but like that was for me a moment where I realized um like comedy and put it in even just social media and all of that yeah. is like a way to really connect with people in a way mm. that it just takes so much longer in person people mm. can like you know stalk you and creep all your content and at with you know without you being in front of them they get to decide do i like this chick is she you know or, yeah. or, or do i not like her you know what i mean and that's like it makes it so easy for people and i think it's a way too because we're so bombarded with ads and i think in a market like in a thing like real estate where people kind of at a certain point it's hard for people to even tell it apart it's like car yeah. commercials like you mentioned it's like you hear so many of them and they're so similar and, and they all sound you, the same and we tune it out right and we everybody just wants content and we want bite-sized content yeah, yeah, we yeah. have a short attention span now you want to be able to go on youtube or go on facebook or wherever watch a funny two minute three minute thing that grabs your attention and that's it and you'll remember that you'll just drown out the ad so it's a way to sort of you're almost skipping that process entirely and just going i'm just going to build my own brand and make something that's entertaining for people Hell yeah. and my my message is sort of wrapped up in there automatically with it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's entertainment. There, it's entertainment. So out of the three of you. Or it's supposed to be. Or it's supposed to be. <laughs> so out of the three of you, I get, Diana, this is a bit of a different thing for you because you're coming at this from a performer's point of view where it's like another tool that you can add to your arsenal. Sure. You know? And for them, they're using it as sort of a platform to build their brand and reach an audience. For you, it's sort of just expanding your career as a performer. I'll take it. And get would you do you see yourself ever going because you've done improv, you have acted in comedic roles that you said were, of course, scripted for you. Do you see yourself ever getting to that point where you go, you know what? I think I want to try stand up. Hey, I mean, never say never. But uh, I, I don't think I don't think I, I have the stuff, you know. Like even with improv, there's always parameters. Like there's yeah. there's like a few givens and then you improvise within that structure. And there's certain Which I can do, but then Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Maybe. Maybe after today. And there's more to lean on too in a way, I guess, too, with improv. Like we were talking about that with the folks from Second City a couple weeks ago, where like in stand up you're a lone wolf. You're just out there by Mm -hmm. yourself and it's your material and your voice and the audience judges you and that's it. With improv, it's obviously there's an anxiety to it, but you're leaning on the energy of the audience and what they're giving back to you. You're leaning on your scene partners. You're leaning on your co writers. So there's a system of sort of fallbacks there and it's a give and take it's not totally. as you know you're yeah. not out there alone like you are with stand-up as i'm looking at our panel right now and they're like yeah we know we know you're out there all alone it's so cold out there so brave <laughs> yeah we need the benny hill theme again well you know what we're gonna do it you guys we're gonna come back from break we're gonna get a funny anecdote from each of you a personal story a little piece of comedy and then we're gonna bring our panel in and find out see what's what we'll be back with more inside jokes right here on global news radio 640 toronto
Hi, my name's Aaron Berg, and you're so lucky to be listening to me on Inside Jokes on 640. Welcome back, Canada. This is Inside Jokes right here on the Global News Radio Network. It's time for the showdown. It's time for the showdown. So tonight we're doing something completely different. In four years on the air, which is record-breaking in terrestrial radio Canadian comedy shows that air Sunday nights at 8 p.m., <laughs> We've never done this before. I love how you just niched us right now. I just niched us. That's how we. You know how. You know what's our Vince Tedesco, my producer. You know what's our success to being on the air for this long, Vince? Tell me. No one knows we're here. That's, that's exactly. We're what just I'm hiding doing. in the in the pantry <laughs> behind the box of Nabisco Lady Fingers. That's yeah. where we are. Is like it's keep a low profile. Well, that that's brown the key, sugar that's key to our solid. success. We don't want more than. Double digits of listeners, just keep a low profile. Uh, but we're doing something completely different we've never done before. So we have three different professionals, three completely different career paths, all taking a shot at comedy here on the air. And then we have three of our own favorite Canadian comics, all of whom have molded minds in comedy. They're going to jump in and weigh in on this and see how it goes. So we're going to start. We're going to work our way across the panel. So we have the agent, hey. Lisa. You ready? I don't know. We'll see. Let's let's do it. <laughs> I don't even have it like put together. But here's the thing about my industry is that I'm probably one of the only industries where it's like everybody is number one. Like everybody's number. There's actually no number two. Everybody is the number one agent. Like every single person, if you look at bus stops, you look at, um, you know, the billboards, like every single agent is number one. And then like they'll put at the bottom where it's like, you know, in 1984 at 10 a.m. Like there was this yeah. one moment that they were number one. So I'd love to craft that as like a joke, which clearly it's not a joke right now, but like I would love to like put that together. But that's the one thing about my industry that I just it's so annoying. It's just like everybody is number one. I think you have a nugget there. There's something. I think there's a premise there. There's something. I think there really is. We're gonna we're gonna find out. Okay, we're gonna go to the entrepreneur, Mike of Fresh House Juice Bar. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you want me to tell you the oh, story? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> my story is this. I had to learn how to get out of my comfort zone and stand out, like you guys say. And I said I'll do anything to sell juice. So one time my friend gave me an idea. He goes you got to dress up like an elf and go to Yorkdale during Christmas when it's packed, walk around and go up to random people and say, hey, I've been overworked as an elf and I need some juice. Do you know where I can find Fresh House juice? So I'm at the mall and picture me in an elf. Like I got the fuzzy socks and shoes with bells on them and skin tight, uh, like leggings on with stripes and I got the cloak and the hat and everything. And I'm walking around and I was like calm or whatever. And then I see a few people that I know, and they're like, hey, Mike, what are you doing? And then I see one of my employees, and she comes up to me, and she's like, Mike, what are you doing right now? And I'm like, I'm, like, I'm just walking around making a video. And she kind of looked at me like, 
what the hell kind of boss do I have? But then afterwards, she just loves me now. So it's cool. And that was my like little <laughs> thing, you know? That was what happened. I like that. And, and <laughs> Peter Anthony is going to is going to weigh in on, on your story, on your anecdote. And Peter, of course, we mentioned earlier in the show, he does this every year. He coaches <laughs> business people and CEOs to go out and deliver their first stand-up set. I, I love that that whole premise started with, I just w- would do anything to sell juice, man. Yes. You know? <laughs> you know, you know it is. Too, people always talk about, get out of your comfort zone, get yeah. out of your comfort zone. But I don't see people doing it. And I'm like, look, yeah. this is me. I'm right out of my comfort zone. The whole mall's staring at me right yeah. now. People are like, random people are coming up to me. Oh, let's take a picture. Let's do this. Let's do that. One guy even recognized me. He's like, hey, are you that juice guy? And I was like, yeah, man, that's me. That's the thing. You just, you found your lane and you hit the gas, you know, just juice, man. That's, it's all about the juice for me. All about the juice. And we're going to go to the actress, Diana. So a little bit of a recap. You've done comedic roles. You've done improv, but you haven't hit the stand-up stage and just figured out your own voice. No, no. And my favorite show right now that I'm obsessed with is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, okay. Which yeah. is on uh, Amazon Prime. And like that show is my spirit animal right now. So first of all, it's period and the, the fashion and everything. And like that's that's so my jam. And then the other thing is like her story is basically my story, except that I'm not Jewish and I'm not a mother and I'm not funny. But otherwise, like I'm I'm her. The exact same show. Like exact I am her. Yeah. So maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe one but day. What I would say is kind of funny um about me is that I um I take everything like super seriously so I'm always kind of like so producing acting whatever whatever opportunity comes to me I'm like oh I have to I have to do this the best I possibly can and and like uh, so auditioning I have to like write out all my lines and then I'll usually you have no time like literally no time to just download like a dozen page I'm sorry I swore <laughs> And <laughs> so, so then like I'll record like I'll record myself and then I'll like repeat myself as I'm hearing myself so I'm like imprinting it in my brain and then I'm writing it out and then in the car I'm saying it while I'm driving because again no, never any time to prepare never enough time to prepare properly not for film and TV for the stage you get some time thank God they actually have a little bit of respect for you so then I'm driving in the car and I'm saying my lines and then like maybe I'll take a break to rest my brain and I'll put on some music and I'll just be like rocking out in my car and the whole time you know I'm thinking people might be seeing me while I'm driving and but I don't care because I'm a serious actress. There you go. I think we have <laughs> I think we have a premise there. And also you dropped our first F bomb of the show. Woo, so you're sorry, ready. Of course. You're ready for the stand up stage. Well, guys, I'm sorry. Like it was bound to happen. Anyone who knows care, me. I don't care, Diana, what our panel tells you. The best advice you will hear right now is if it's going terribly on the stand up stage, use swears as a crutch. That is <laughs> There's two. If there's oh, two okay. things you guys all take away today, it's the audience is always wrong. Uh, and <laughs> swears are the best crutch. That's what you should. Learn. We're gonna come back with our panel of comics and weigh in and give some guidance right here. It's all about learning tonight, right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, six forty, Toronto. Hey, I'm Adam Grow, the Cash Cap Guy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on six forty. All right, welcome back, Canada. You are tuned into Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And before the break, we heard a little anecdote, a little story, a little piece of comedy 
from our panel of professionals. Now we have our panel of comedians coming in, and they're going to weigh in on us. So we first heard from Lisa, the realtor, Lisa in the city, and we have the one and only Precious Chong. Hello, in hello. Her yeah, I, lo- I think there's a lot of possibility there with your premise about, well, especially about your job, which is an amazing job. I, I would love to be a real estate agent, <laughs> <laughs> and I might be if this acting thing doesn't pan out. But anyways, um, <laughs> what I would say is I, I think humor always comes for me from humiliation mm-hmm. and personal stories. So, like for instance, like I was dying to hear you tell us where you completely messed up a job or did something really awkward that happened and I'm sure there are moments or um, and then the number one agent if you said I'm the number one real estate agent and then the misdirect at the end is like in my dreams or in North York or wherever the Ajax what's funny what's a funny town guys I think Ajax Ajax Ajax? what's up with it or North Ajax no let's not uh, like something like what if I did that like thing where it was like you know in 1985 yeah yeah and I I was number one agent in 2003 Um, anyways (laughs) and you just kind of like do a little bit like the ending is the the surprise because isn't it isn't uh, humor kind of like magic tricks so you set it up and then the the punchline is the the thing that the audience isn't expecting that's right Um, so but but also um, if you're going to do a story I I always like to have like the beginning middle and then the end is the punchline which would be the the thing that the audience isn't expecting yes and I know that um, it's kind of awkward being up here and having to do this on the radio I I feel like um you could, if you had been like, I remember this time, and I just wanted to, I know that the, so it's like, in you. Yeah, like mm. just be more, if you feel like vulnerable and if a little bit like you need to go to the bathroom, this is so uncomfortable, that's a good place to start, right? Yeah, Am I right, yeah. comedians? That's right. And then it you, goes back to, you know, it's funny with the number one, Precious, you're dead on. And right. with it, I wonder if you could even play with number two as far as uh, you pooping? Know. Yes. Of course you'd go there. <laughs> Something. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you get it? Little yeah. poop in there it never hurts. I don't want to sure. be. Yeah, a little poop joke always always comes <laughs> forward. Uh, so yeah, make it personal. Humiliate yourself. Talk about the eye. It's all about your point of view. It's all about who, how you are, because no one else is you. And whenever I see a stand up, I'm always so curious about who that person is on yeah. stage. Insta- That's right. And I mean, you know, because you have students all the time. I'm sure you see a lot of people brand new at this. Everybody wants to just emulate whoever their favorite comic is. Mm, and it's yes. about figuring yourself out, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the most interesting thing because no, no one else is that. Yeah. And yeah. and that's what people want to see. And also authentically you. And the authentically you might be something. This, this is the big mind of comedy. <laughs> Sorry. Second one is that is that you don't really you think the thing is funny but you try it it's not the funny it's the other thing that's funny yeah that you but you don't know until you try it out on stage and it's right it's this weird alchemy of of what stand-up is it's so true and i think lisa i mean you've already figured that out in in your business which is making it about you personally instead of just this fake sell yeah so i think that's a huge part of it right all right we're gonna go to mike king of the juice (laughs) <laughs> See what I did there, right? King of King the of, Juice. King oh, of the Juice. I got, I got yeah. You. yeah. So we have Mike's in the mall. He's in the elf costume. He's he's selling that juice, baby. He's well, slinging that juice. Well, if I'm if I'm gonna give you some notes on this, my thinking is that you said it right off the top, and Dean, you picked up on it. He said I would do anything to sell juice. Yeah. And then I realized you're already you're already great at selling juice. We know you know what I mean. You're killing it. So what you need is a new product skew. 
you need to branch out into uh, something else that's called juice, steroids. That's right. <laughs> I say, I say, and you, all the infrastructure is already there for the advertising. The word juice is already there, right? So, so I say, like, and, and you, you, you could create, like, a radio spot or TV spot with, with some cool music. Maybe, like, I don't know, the Benny Hill theme song. You know what I'm saying? It could be like, uh, is, there, is there a plan? I don't, uh, come to Fresh House, where not only can you drink juice, you can inject it. Get hydrated, <laughs> yeah, then great. get huge. Get Roid Rage and beat the shit out of Randy, our new manager. <laughs> You'll love being on juice and on the juice. But don't just take it from me, the CEO. Listen to our new spokesperson, the juice, OJ Simpson. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's my idea. Peter, I'm going to need your help. Juice. That's all I I'm think I, I smell a new YouTube commercial coming out <laughs> at the very least, a new partnership there. there. Goes. Peter and, Anthony. And you can even wear the elf costume. In yeah. commercial, and so. now, yeah, and now you, that. and now with the tights and everything, you strip at Christmas parties yeah, with the outfit. I'll have a new outfit now. Who knows? Maybe I'll have you know. This is the juice as as opposed to Fresh House juice. This is that's juice. it, man. Hey, man. If you need some capital, I'll invest too. Beautiful. <laughs> I like, we even had music for that one. And we're gonna go to Diana. So you were talking about how you always have to take every role so seriously, take yourself so seriously, take your preparation so seriously, mm-hmm. and letting that go and going up on stage. We of course have the one and only Failure Frank Spadone. Failure is not well in stand up. It's <laughs> <laughs> we fail. It's foisted on us. We yeah. You expect to fail when yeah. you do stand up. Yeah, <laughs> it's an intricate part of the process yeah, for sure. Ab- absolutely. And uh, P- uh, Peter, you did such a fantastic. I didn't write lines necessarily, but um, uh, see now this is great because what we have so much in common, Diana, is we're both hot. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Sorry, I yes. Are you okay, uh, Vince? Um, I have so much faith in you. Yeah, you know what the thing is is <laughs> uh, when you started talking, I was I was getting into it. What I really got interested is when you started talking about you were you writing the lines, you record yourself. I think what you got to do is get into detail about all that, like the craziness. Mm-hmm. And and because mm-hmm. like, look, you're a good looking uh, actress, and everyone thinks acting is so glamorous. And show the vulnerability, show the uh, what did I write here? Show the imperfections of you, mm. and get it. And people will be like, oh, she's a lot more, like. And then people can relate to you more, right? Get into all that. Describe that car ride. I, as soon as you got into the car ride, going to the audition, I wanted to hear about it. So I think that's the direction you got to go. Go, you know, talking to yourself because I audition, you know, once uh, every three years. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's the no, you, you want more. Uh, you definitely want more auditions. Um, it's my. I got to get a new headshot. Um, you, you, th- th- describe. <laughs> Describe all the craziness and people looking at you and 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 mm. thinking you're crazy and I'm talking mm. to myself and all that. Mm. Get into all the funny details because that's and the neighbors. Yeah. Oh, sometimes. they must think you don't have a job, right? They. I don't wonder what my neighbors think of me. Like, <laughs> what does this guy do? He, he leaves at night for a couple hours and comes back. His wife. He's, he's probably got sell juice. He's, I sell juice. Yeah. <laughs> I go to fresh house. I know a guy. But get into all those details about act about being an actress and and show the craziness of it like mm. and, and show like you know make people see oh wow i i can relate like I, she has problems too you know what i mean yeah that kind of thing i, I think that's mm. the direction totally you it's almost go on like this you, go ahead precious you got anything i did i think that you could i mean even if, if you want to have fun with the persona of taking yourself really seriously on stage as a stand-up mm-hmm. and people might think you're being like like be kind of deadpan around it, like, you know, making fun of yourself a little bit in terms of like being a serious actress and how hard it is Mm -hmm. and how much you have to go to the gym. Like just make fun of the the lifestyle, how 
you know, you had an appointment at three o'clock today and that was it. like the only thing you do is like one out. You know what I mean? Kind of make f- kind of do you know what I'm trying to say? Play that up and Play almost give up. them the misdirect. Because I think, yeah, standing up on stage as an actress, people are going to have a certain idea of you where they go, well, this person probably takes themselves way yeah. too seriously. And, and also yeah. if you're hot, if you're beautiful, yeah. sometimes yeah. that can be um, hard to work get past as I, a stand up. I had a thought about it. <laughs> like, see, I quit stand up as soon as I stopped being hot. Now yeah. here, here we are. I had a thought about like a road rage incident happening where you're practicing your lines at a red light. And, you know, you're just like saying, like, you know, uh, oh, my my heart is full, but my, you know, but uh, but I feel sexually not attracted to you. And then the guy's next to you is like, what did you say, you bitch? And then, you know. And then you like, yell out a name, Jeff, and my name's Mark. And then it's, you're just doing your lines. And then there's a shooting and the Toronto cops can't solve it. And then the Benny Hill theme comes on. Yeah, bring it all back. Always the Benny theme. Full circle, we're going to come back and close it up with our double panel right here on Inside Jokes. Nice, you guys. Hey, this is Alan Park, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Now, back to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh, yeah, welcome back, Canada. This has been Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I want to thank our panel. That was something completely different. Uh, We had a lot of fun. We had our comedy coaches in. We had our professionals from three completely different careers. So we're going to go across the panel, find out where you can see our comics perform, and find out where you can catch all of our guests online, on social media. So Lisa in the City, where can people find your stuff? I'm on Instagram at Lisa in the City, and I've got a new reality show coming out on YouTube, dropping February 27th, um, Lisa in the City Show. Nice. and Beautiful. Yeah. Well, we we almost have enough guests to make it seem like we have a studio audience. (laughs) I would also point out that 90% of our listeners are would-be comedians, so you won't sell any houses this week, but still. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Russell Peters. Russell, uh, yeah. Precious Chong, where can we <laughs> catch you? I run a monthly show with Melissa's Story at the Comedy Bar. Yes. Um, we have one tonight, but you guys won't hear that. So, uh, in time. It's the second Tuesday of every month, so March 10th, I believe, is our next show. Nice. Story with Chong. And also, I co-wrote and am in a movie called Homewrecker that is in the festival circuit. So, we're in... Australia at the end of this month and uh, in Northern California in March. All these accomplishments. Uh, Mike, Fresh House Juice Bar, where can we find all your online stuff, my friend? You can see me at uh, freshhouse.juicebar on Instagram, and we just opened up a brand new juice bar in Maple at 2354 Major Mac West, and the original one is still in Woodbridge at 2 Tallgrass Trail. Come and check us out because you will love our juice. You're going to love it. Right. Mike, you get a juice it. named after us? <laughs> yeah, can we have our own inside <laughs> jokes? Yeah, inside <laughs> joke juice. Yeah. That's, when you, that's when you have you on my comedy show. We're going to sit down. Oh, We're gonna joke juice, baby, joke juice. There's a little the Dean juice. and Vince in every sip. <laughs> No, 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 no one wants that. <laughs> Peter Anthony, where can we find you, my friend? Hey, buddy. Uh, you can find me at a club called Yuck Yucks in the city of Burlington, February 21st and 22nd, and in Niagara Falls at a comedy club called Yuck Yucks on March 26th through 28th. Peter At Peter is funny on Twitter. That's the only social media I use, so come at me. Good, uh, nice. One trick nice. pony on the socials. That's good. I admire that. Diana, where can we find some of your stuff? Okay, so I have a, a short film called Copenhagen Road. It's a thriller. It will scare you a little bit. Nice. Um, 
two more festivals coming up, Russian International Horror Film Awards. So if you happen to be in Moscow, it's that's on <laughs> March 23rd. Um, and then uh, a little bit sooner than that, on February 25th, in Manchester, UK, Kino Film International Short Film Festival. Um, it will be going to this, you know, digital platforms, but yeah. I can't announce that yet. Um, but uh, what I can announce on the digital platforms is the, uh, the documentary I co-produced called That Never Happened. Also very, very serious. Um, not funny at all. But, uh, <laughs> but highly recommend it. And if you like documentaries. So That Never Happened on iTunes, on Shaw, on Google Play, on Amazon, Prime, on Vudu, on Bell, on, on all of them. Excellent. And of course, when you're in... Uh, yeah, well, yeah. And when you're in... Uh, <laughs> And when you're in Moscow, maybe you could ask them who's, who's going to win in November. Just get a head start on that. I mean, it's anybody's guess. Well, they they know. Uh, Frank Spadone. <laughs> Frank Spadone, where can we find you, my friend? Uh, well, first, you can find me on uh, social media, Instagram, Frank Spadone, uh, frankspadone.com. And I'll be in L.A. with, uh, with Vince right here, yeah. uh, March 1st at the Barnsdall uh, Gallery Theater with my buddy Angelo Tsaroukas. Uh, yeah, it's I'm the not No, uh, he will be, but not that night. Uh, it's the... Uh, it's the uh, uh, Evil Eye Comedy Tour, and then uh, and then just check uh, my social media for other dates. Uh, I'll be in like Ottawa and, and different places, Rochester, New York, and stuff like that. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Actually, I'm, I'm auditioning for Fresh House Juice commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I think that already went to Peter Anthony. We'll see. Thank you again to our panel. Of course, you can tune into us every Sunday night right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto and stream all of our episodes, season four and beyond, online on the Global News Radio Network. We'll be back next week. Woo! Hi, this is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy RX. This week featuring Precious Chong. I was recently asked to uh, MC the 420 event on um, Fill the Hill in Ottawa. Do you know what 420 is? Yeah, like it's a day where everyone who smokes pot goes to public places and gets high at 420 in the afternoon. Or at least they try to, because a lot of them are late. So... Uh, <laughs> And it was amazing because it was in Ottawa and it, they literally, it was like 4,000 people getting high and me, like, you know, emceeing this event. And uh, I felt like, well, I, I am the Justin Trudeau of marijuana. I mean, it's not, I didn't ask for this. I was born into it, people. I'm like Prince William. The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.